out of coffee at all. You've done very well, considering it's, Yeah, I emptied a sachet of the finest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice, but are you having... Is that black? Yes. That sugar? No. No? Hardcore. Yes. Very much. Very yeah, hardcore. see, and now I'm, I'm approaching that point, but not not quite yet. I still have just a tiny bit of milk. I'm just out... Uh, I've got to break through. I think I will. It's bad for the teeth. <laughs> it's best to stay white. Um, that's... Anyway. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Let's cut that out of the yeah. watch your <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. Michael Fabry, um, thank you for agreeing to do a coffee with We Have yes. Coffee. Thank you for having me. I didn't know I was doing it until um, half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. No, absolutely. Well, you were saying that this is the first, uh, one of the first interviews that you've done. You've done yeah, that, I you've don't done ever get it. No one ever wants to interview. I did, did. There's something online where I was in Asia for some reason, and they were doing a kind of Letterman-style TV show out there, and um, it's all got good production values, but it's kind of incongruous. This mm. sort of circuit act appearing like he's um, some famous guy. <laughs> <laughs> they did have famous. They had some like uh, some real famous guy on the day before, and then they, they could, they're just scrabbling around for guests in the middle of Singapore <laughs> when nobody goes. <laughs> And uh, you can see it online, and I have to do a bit of stand-up to canned laughter at the start. It's quite excruciating. Um, I'm so glad it's out there <laughs> for everyone. To so the, the interview bit was actually um, quite good fun. But Wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long ago the, was that? It was about three years ago. Three years? Uh, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we're privileged to have mm. you. See, in yeah. my head... I don't do many interviews. <laughs> let's say it's a choice. Let's make it, let's make it my choice. Yeah. <laughs> and I insist on having uh, Adam asleep on the bed. Near me for every... This is why, because Adam Bloom has to be in line on the bed. Um, there. <laughs> asleep <laughs> with... rider. Yeah, it's in my rider. A sleeping yeah. Adam Bloom. Yes, he's a very... Yeah, I insist upon it. Um, yeah. We're in Adam Bloom's hotel room. That should be probably established. Drinking my coffee that I didn't have during my life. point. CGI that coffee in the <laughs> Yeah, we'll superimpose it. Mm. But no, see, in my head, because I've seen you perform, well, I've seen you on the bill at the stands mm. um, a couple of a couple of times, and I just assumed that you were quite, you were quite out there. Um, but uh, out there as in what? Well, in that you're quite well known. I'm. A, I think all I'm is established amongst bookers, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, comedians know I am. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I don't have an audience. If okay. I go to Edinburgh and do a show, it's you're starting from yeah the, it's the stragglers. Is yeah, it yeah, people who couldn't get in somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> People, I specialise in those people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I aim my shows for the disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to have a, uh, it's nice to have that target in mind. Yeah, so you can, <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. shape your. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But often I find um, at Edinburgh, there's people who who are actually performing to quite a crowd mm. on the back of that and will actually have a nice time yeah. people are up for it. And, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's fine. I mean. Um, yeah, I've been to Edinburgh for a couple of years. I mean, I, I uh, yeah, I, I don't have a, a public profile at all, really. I've not done any telly. Mm. Um, yeah, don't do interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a, a, a conscious decision you, you would uh, stay yeah. underground? Yeah. You don't I, want people um, to know about you. <laughs> yeah, a conscious um, uh, abandonment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but not, yeah, no, it, it's fine, fine. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not... I, I don't have any complaints as such, um, really... Um, 
Like I should, I don't like get bitter. I should be more known or anything. But mm. um, yeah, I don't but, know where we. Yeah, but no, but I mean, not going for the past two years. I mean, do you feel? Because with Edinburgh, it's such a thing that you, you're grafting and you're grafting and you're grafting and then... They talk about the momentum. I think that I never really developed... I did it three years in a row and then two years' worth of package shows. Um, and what I really like doing Edinburgh for is it refreshes... I think it makes you better act. You've got to do an hour. You've got to write an hour. You come away with a certain amount of material um, that you didn't have before you went. So it makes you a better act. So I'd quite like to go back, possibly not this year, but certainly the following year just to go through that again mm. and if something else came of it yeah, it would be a bonus but that's the best thing I've, I've got out of Edinburgh mm. um, and of the three shows I've done I've been happy with two of them and uh, one of the last one I did I wasn't happy with which is why I've had a couple of years off really to sort of mm. recharge my batteries a bit because mm. I think it's I kept agreeing to go with only three months left and having to write a show in three months <laughs> and it, I, I and the first time I got away with it I did that away but the second time it wasn't a disaster I mean people weren't you know demanding their money back but I wasn't happy with it so I've taken a couple of years off so I could do a show again you know next week if I had to I've built up enough um, it, would, it, would, it would be ropey because it's not rehearsed but I, I've built up enough material now that, it, that it'd be, it, I wouldn't struggle to put a show together that's, that's the, the main thing it was just a, a decision not to go through lack of uh, lack of um, things to say <laughs> um, and it's quite nice when you're off during that August period because I, I uh, you, you get to do I think I went to India last year is it because all the comics are in well, Edinburgh well so many of the comics are in Edinburgh that you, you a lot of clubs close down of course but many don't so mm. I tend to find those weekends very satisfying and mm. I do go up to Edinburgh and watch shows I still really enjoy it up there enjoy watching shows in fact I enjoy it more Edinburgh when I'm not doing a show okay. If the first time I went up there the first year I was off I realised oh this is why people come to Edinburgh it's actually really good fun mm. um, if, uh, <laughs> if you're not doing a show I mean I had fun when I was do- doing a show but it's much more enjoyable um, mm. Mm. Yeah, just soaking in all the stuff. Yeah, seeing shows and no stress. You know, mm. Um, mm. doing it's your own. It's expensive, mind. It's getting more and more. I don't know. I, I worry yeah. that people are going to be put off. But well, I spent. Yeah, I think I spent. I went up there for three days, and I think I spent about five hundred quid or mm. something. Mm. And if you do Edinburgh properly, yeah. that's what that's what you end up doing. Because I paid to see a lot of the shows. You can text people say oh can I come into your show but they're getting ready to go on the show and, and I might not even know them that well mm. like if it's acts I knew really well then I could go in with them but if I didn't know them that well so I'd pay and go and see them and they, all there were plays and things and you know I don't I do know the act- <laughs> this is terrible pay. <laughs> I don't know these actors so um, yeah but yeah the accommodation was pretty expensive this year I went up and stayed with a friend I didn't so ah, that's uh, the way to yeah, do it I, 150 quid this year <laughs> I think all in so that was fine well see we went up for five days and mm. we saw one show because we were doing interviews all day yeah um, yeah but uh, very cheap because we got into that one free so mm. that, I mean, that is the yeah. way to do it if you're doing a show or you're mm. doing something yeah then maybe that's maybe that's the way well I, I stayed with a friend who's more sociable than I am and could get me into more shows because <laughs> I, I yeah I'm not uh, yeah I should be more um, mm. more of a networker and then, then the... but I mean doing the Edinburgh show and putting the hours together is very different from what yeah. you're doing tonight yeah. at the Glee club yeah. I mean is 
do you worry that you get too involved with the club scene and that you're not going to be able to do kind of the shows anymore? Um, no, I think I could um, I could put another hour show together. It's certainly true that I just generally do pretty similar things yeah. in my uh, club sets. Just the same. Is, but is that a standard? I mean, do people do people shake it up a bit more, or does everyone have their classic club? Um, I do. I try and I try, I'm always trying to put new things in, but I won't take out something unless I know that it's replacing it, the thing I'm replacing it with. Is it, I'm, I don't want to. <laughs> I want to say I don't want to get rid of a bit of material if the bit I'm putting in its place isn't good enough, mm. isn't mm. as good as that bit. I sometimes you have to do that a bit, or if you've been doing something way too long, then and it's time to give it a rest. Otherwise, yeah, you will. I think he's snoring now. I think he is, which is, he is asleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's opened his eyes again, so this is fine. And I think he's going to put me off. <laughs> One way of looking at that is how rude to pull a seat during an interview. Another way of looking at that is you're in my room. <laughs> and I instigated the interview. Yeah. Rex suggested it and arranged it. Yeah. So it's actually quite charitable in one sense. But um, I'm sorry, was I snoring then? Uh, a little you were. Bit. You were. If I'd been given a coffee, maybe I'd be awake now. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I, I was boring myself a bit. So <laughs> I was just talking about it. This is boring what I'm saying. So I'm quite glad you snored because yeah. I, I supported Norman Lovett, one of my favourite comedians, in mm-hmm. uh, theatre in Swindon, and someone fell asleep to the audience, and I was sitting there, so I heard them first. Yeah, and I thought it's going to know sooner or later, and then gradually the mm. theatre started yeah. to realise, and last of all to realise Norman yeah. on the stage. And he's went, so I was walking down the street that day. Someone snoring, <laughs> and the bloke broke up. And he came out with those lovely excuses. Yeah. I didn't sleep last night through excitement of coming to your show, which obviously yeah. made up an excuse. Mm. But Norman destroyed this poor bloke. We <laughs> had a go in, but wasn't even just being funny; just had a go in. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think that's the thing. You, like I've, I saw uh, who was it? George Carlin, oh, and wow. when he was, um, when he, he was heckled. He didn't play. He just shot. He just shot them down, mm. and he just shut them up. Right. Uh, I suppose that's a way of doing it. So you said you saw him live, did you? See no. Him? Oh, no, right. I just mean, on, I on the, him. Yeah. Do you I mean thought, he was no longer a comedian? He became a man having a go at something. Well, in a way, I mean, he had his stuff, didn't he? he How long ago did he die? That was quite two years ago, maybe. Oh, it's not that. Yeah, not that long ago. It's quite feasible that you could have seen. But what's your point? Um, what's your point? Mm. Well, no. The point is that uh, are you going to make it funny? Are you going to make it into a um. thing, or are you just going to right? You're going to shut up. I'm going to do my stuff. Yeah. I can shut you up because I'm on stage. I've got a microphone. Yeah. But was it entertaining? Well, I don't know. I don't yeah. know really. Um, Someone falling asleep though is sort of <laughs> says it all, doesn't it? If you're I, I can understand. It's not technically a heckle. A snore is not a heckle. It's an involuntary <laughs> noise you make when you've lost consciousness. <laughs> that is true. Not... But then I can understand yeah. someone going, yeah. uh, being quite hurt mm. by the fact that they're yeah. snoring. You know, no matter what. It's not malicious, though. It is quite it is common in clubs to have audience members fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, particularly in, in the ones which are more tailored towards large groups, they'll fall asleep. <laughs> you, somebody in the group. Uh, Drunk. Somebody Closing from, the yeah. show, London's door. Oh, yeah. When it was midnight. When it was, yeah, yeah. It's 11 o'clock start now. When it's midnight start, you'd be closing and at half two, there would be someone in the front yeah. row. I say front row because you just didn't see them. There'd probably be someone else four hours back but you don't notice it. Mm. And it's, it's very off-putting to realise that someone's asleep. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. years crafting this, these words and someone's asleep mm. but I mean is it it's location specific so it, it will happen somewhere like well the comic store's the latest gig there is that's all it's okay. a midnight mm. start half two finish mm. so that time people can't stay awake that yeah. long yeah. they've been drinking yeah. since seven although yeah no I have to admit I fell asleep in the late show at Edinburgh one time yeah oh, oh I've fallen asleep in Edinburgh because Edinburgh's a long day you want to see as much as you can mm. Um, and I overdid it at one of the shows. And I, I mean, it was a good show. It's Hannibal Buress, but I was completely out of energy at that point. Mm. And it was the room was too hot. And I, um, I, I just hope you know. I mean, there was no moustache drawn on me, but I, yeah, I dropped, I dropped <laughs> off. He's got this quite soft voice, and I just, I was so tired. I've been there three days at that point, and um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was. I'm sure it was funny, <laughs> but like, it was just. Uh, I'd seen too much. I'd overdone it. I've been up since nine, and I'd had a glass of wine in every show. So it just happens. Yeah, yeah. 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 Are yeah. we still going? Oh yeah. Oh good. yeah. No, this is very informal. <laughs> I like. See, I'd say this interview is not going well if you've had to go. Is it still? We, still, no, we carry in. No, no, I was. I was just. I was just worried about my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just worried about all the cameras being moved back and the. I, I think <laughs> he's trying to make me not look like a midget. That's because we were talking because I'm in a lower chair that we've got a Lord of the Rings thing going on. Uh, where, where, <laughs> your cl- anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yes, you were saying, I can't remember. We were, we were saying <laughs> about uh, Edinburgh, yeah. probably, yes. yeah, and, and falling asleep in shows. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's it, really. I mean, it's, it, it happens. happens, and I, yeah, I've i never been cross with an audience member for falling asleep. They're not being abusive, they're being tired. <laughs> so. I go angry when they wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, and you can understand, and you've got different rules in place. Mm. You've, uh, yeah. They want to get the callbacks. <laughs> mm. I've just, I've just lost my trail of thought. Yeah, um, uh, there's. I think it's probably just another question you want to ask. Question. <laughs> well, what was interesting yeah. that you mentioned is that you've supported for Mickey Flanagan. Yeah, yeah. So, and Lucy Porter. And Lucy Porter as well. Now that's a different. That's a different ball game altogether, really, isn't it? Because. They're not coming to see you. They're coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if I did a theatre show that big um, with my name on it, yeah, then there would be four people who <laughs> 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 stood with someone else. So um, I don't. It, it's it's strange. I think with though both of those shows. I got the feeling that I was seen more as an unexpected bonus, not somebody who was taking away from what they come to see in general. I thought I felt that they well, certainly all Lucy's audiences and and Mickey's made me feel very welcome. There was a, 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 there weren't sh- any shows that I felt were well, a couple of the shows were difficult, only in the sense that they started a bit too early. It started about half past seven, mm. and people were still coming in. Um, but that's what the support act's kind of there for, to, mm. to deal with that so that the the show w- works better. You're partly there as a buffer for that sort of thing, um, so you can't sort of complain. The, 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 I did one in, and it was huge room, it was the Bournemouth, is a, it's an arena effectively, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, I think it's 3,000 seats, but it's, um, it's just much more vast than the theatres of, of similar capacity. Um, and I was just 
talking into noise. It, it rem- <laughs> people moving and oh, this is my seat, and um, and people were still trying to enjoy it and laugh, but at the same time. It reminded me a bit of the Antiques Roadshow. You know, when they're talking, but everyone around <laughs> is still, still sort of bustling. But, you know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that one was difficult. But on the whole, most people got there on time. They didn't know there was going to be a support act. So the first thing, you'd walk on to you like, welcome. And it was, uh, oh, it's not someone else. So there's a sort of sense of... of mm. Of a readjustment going on in the audience's mind. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Craig Campbell said that uh, yeah. it's almost like it's it's more it's more comedy, you know. For, it, yeah, they weren't expecting him, but yeah, yeah there's there's more. Co- oh, you know, let's give this guy a go. Yeah, you know, as opposed to you know who the hell is this? Yeah, I was liking myself because I think uh, the coalition had just started then, and I was liking myself to Nick Clegg. That I I hadn't actually any right to be on the stage, but here I was in in, in a sort of deputy position that I didn't earn. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, we made the best that. of it. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's how I'd open. And generally, it would. I, I, no, it, I mean, some of them uh, because strange thing with those shows is that it was. The the tour had initially started in sort of art centres, but um, I guess. Um, Mickey Flanagan and and um, his management they didn't, they didn't quite know how popular he'd become and those art centre shows sold out immediately so oh right we must what, so we can get a lot more and then he then he put in us this huge theatre tour off the back of not that much TV really now mm. he's done loads and now he's filling arenas and things but um, at that time if you compare the amount of uh, TV coverage he'd had and the amount of uh, audience he was trying as far as I can tell everyone was watching him and going I want to see him live yeah. well, lots of people were so uh, yeah he was, he was getting incredible um, numbers it is difficult to know kind of what what people I mean uh, he's very good mm. and, but, but I mean, what makes just sometimes someone will come out yeah. and will capture everyone's well, imagination. I think there are people who had as much TV coverage as he did and couldn't attract anything like mm. the same number mm. of people. And I do find that interesting. I think it's, yeah, basically he's funnier good. than them. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know, sorry, whoever these mm. people are, I'm talking, but I've not mentioned it. But um, yeah, he was particularly good. And it attracted, a, I thought, a really nice audience. Um, and I, yeah, I loved doing it. It was brilliant. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. and a different experience. I mean, you wouldn't get that any other uh, any other way, really. I mean, not to yeah. say that you won't be massively successful and um, filling arenas at one point. Well, I don't think that. I, I think that it's a matter of what. I think individual characters do have a sort of um, uh, a maximum uh, a kind of capacity to which. Yeah. I think he, even if I was best known, I don't think. I don't know if I'd have as large an audience as he okay. have. Yeah. I don't consider myself as good as he is. I mean, mm. that's that's quite a big factor. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I, yeah, it's a question of people identifying with your personality. I think, mm. Mm. and I think a lot of people identify with. He does this sort of the, the company thing, but I, I always think that his. You know, I grew up in quite a a, a, a sort of wealthy town really we weren't particularly rich but, but the people around us were but the characters he portrays are very familiar to me mm. and this is in Farnham mm. in Surrey mm. so I think it's he really um, 
it's something that lots of people identify with. That's why it's a popular mm. thing. It's funny. You know, it's, it's I, funny. I, I think uh, what you were saying that he was kind of built for having a big audience. There's yeah. certain characters that they're kind of destined for the mainstream, I suppose, like Michael McIntyre. Yeah. He's always going to he's gonna appeal to everyone because that's the nature of his comedy. But yeah. some people, they, they don't want that and they have a, uh, they have a limited... Or not yeah. that they don't want it, or that they just won't get it because they're they not just, that yeah, they, they won't. I mean, you could be really good, but it's still going to be a limited number of people who'll mm. want to see it. But if you, but that's you're lucky if you've got if you've got an audience that you can talk to, even if it's in small venues, and they'll come and you you can make a good living. I'm not I bloody feel sorry for you, but you're not yeah. filling the O2. I mean, um, and it's very possible you might be doing something really, you know, interesting. And mm. and um, you're doing what you want to do. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose. And that's not to say people like Michael McIntyre aren't but uh, maybe there's a, there's no, I think a level he's doing, of he's doing what he always did it's just mm. that people didn't know he did it mm. I did this is an interesting thing 2006 my first ever Edinburgh uh, we did something called the Comedy Reserve in the Pleasance which you're, you're probably, yeah. you may well have heard of it's a brilliant thing they do because Edinburgh is so expensive and it and they put you you don't pay for anything They they I don't know if this is still the case but we were put in our own uh, accommodation and we had all right. Uh, yeah, they didn't have to pay for the room because Edinburgh is extremely expensive, even for doing package shows a lot of the time. And they pay for everything. It's a Charlie Harthill Trust, I think they call it. There's a uh, there's some sort of charity um, they put together um, uh, after this guy. I think his name's Charlie Harthill. I forgot that's right because he <laughs> he uh, he died, and there's a there's a there's a charity after him. Uh, anyway. Uh, cut long story short, uh, that 70 seater in 2006, the show after us was Michael McIntyre, 70 seats. Yeah. And within two years, he was filling up Wembley Arena. And I think it's the same thing that Mickey had, that people saw him do not very much, just 10 minutes on, I think, on Royal Variety, and, and then loads of people loved it. It's mm. not a lot of people's cup of tea, but lo- just it's um, people got a free sample. Yeah, I want to buy more of that, I, I suppose. It is also interesting, though, that he... I mean, I first saw him mm. at the Royal Variety, but he yeah. was on every panel show. Yeah. He was on, you know, Live at the Apollo. And then I think there was one of the Live mm. at the Apollos that really propelled him. Yeah, but, but there was, there was I mean, still I, You might know better do. than I do. I, I, all I remember is he was in that room after us, and the next thing he's in the arenas. Mm. I knew he did the... Um, the uh, the Royal Variety performance and stuff mm. like that. Uh, yeah, I have to say though, I did see him just after the Royal Variety performance. Cause I did an, I this sort of still doing open spots at this point, and I saw him in the the, the, the yeah the comedy store. I was doing an open spot at the comedy store, and um, then you could tell he's probably going. I'd never seen anybody do that well actually. Just in terms of just making people laugh, it was pretty big. Um, so yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know why I brought this up. <laughs> Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much, oh, thank you. Michael. It's been, and thank you. Yes. I'll reach over. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> That's the way it should finish yeah, yeah. the interview, I feel.